Do you know the history? Why don't we start with the history? Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? Enlighten me. I, I, know, I kind of know. I watched the YouTube clip 17 minutes ago. I'm not exactly an expert, but let me tell you what YouTube said. <laughs> That's what you were doing when we were t- I was saying, hey, nice to see you. You're like, no, nope, one second. I got this. Yeah. the show just get a i see him he beats me into the room and he's like boom let's incriminate him nice try not today <laughs> oh man yeah we're rolling that's the sound check boom let's get it going hello welcome back okay um settle in Settle in. Settle in. A little reference. <laughs> Why don't you tell the people about settle in? Settle in. Um, if I were to walk up to you at 3 a.m. and I said, settle in, uh, what would that, you say? That would mean that we have a very, very similar niche experience. That's yeah. what that would mean, Josh. Would uh, it not? Dude, diet blackberry sweet tea. We'll bring it back. Why did we go? Why? I, I like it. It's it's sweet. It's different. It's different. By the way, Turkey Hill Diet Blackberry Sweet Tea. Um, you like different. it better than the no. This is uh, I consider this one more of a treat when I want a iced tea beverage. It's much more sweet. So this is your curveball. This is my when this I want to get change. wild in the ice. This is the changeup that sets up the fastball. Yeah, I see. That's exactly. Yes. It. And this then we have my baseline, I my see. basal level of uh, the fastball is the diet. Iced tea, yeah. Is the green tea diet? That's, That's the fastball. Always consistent, tried and true. You got Standard a cutter. Issue. What about a cutter? Is there a third? You need a third pitch. Generally, you need a third pitch. Uh, probably diet Snapple peach. Peach. Throw it in there. Is that the two or the three? Like, what's the better? Ooh. Where do you go after the fastball? Do you go curveball or do you go cutter? Like, what's what the better pitch? Like, what's um, the better? What's the better beverage? What's number two? Number two, number two might be this. This and then the peach. And then Interesting. The peach. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a little. It tastes dense. This is this is my like I said. This is my dessert one. If you think of it that way. Here's the thing, though. Once you commit to a bottle of any beverage of this size. You got, you you're in, you're, you're locked in. in, you're locked in. I mean, that's I like a, to go big. I like to experiment. That's a three evening commitment. Yeah. At least. I mean, what do you have here? 64 ounces, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You're not messing with more than 12 in a sitting. I mean, that's what, four sittings. Yeah. But that's not to say that you have to finish this before you have the other. Well, then you're Get keeping stock. Uh, just a, a bottle a piece. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying I'm flooding yeah. the place. You, got you, mean you don't have stuff. five cases at all times <laughs> just ready to rock <laughs> never know when you might go dry no um man well yeah, i like this one I congratulations like this one. to the patriots let's thank let's you. let's get into this real quick yeah, i don't know why you, as a new yorker like you, i had something to do with it but thank you well you, you know as in new yorkers we don't like boston fans 
Not but, a lot of people like us, but not a lot of, especially in football, other, other sports, eh, whatever, but football, a lot of, like, I feel like the Patriots have become the Yankees. Like everyone they are the Yankees. hates us. They're absolutely the Yankees. Yeah. You ever see those maps about who hates like what teams in the Midwest? No. It's like the Midwestern teams and on the West coast, it's the West coast. And, team. Right. and then they have this Venn diagram where they just put red for Patriots around. You haven't seen that? It's a good No, meme. it's probably like yeah. one quarter of the United States yeah. and like the Northeast. Yeah. And Even cowboy fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but as a New Yorker, I think that I think that New Yorkers get a bad rap because there are a lot of New York sports fans who, while they dislike Boston sports lore, they respect it. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's I pretty think, rich. I think it's pretty awesome that you have the Patriots, the Red Sox, the Bruins. Yeah. Three major sports. Bruins, huge history there. I love the Bruins, man. And they're dominating. And the Celtics. Dude, yeah. I forgot the Celtics. Celtics. Wow. The Celtics are probably the, the second best team after the Patriots. Yeah. See, I don't feel like I know uh, or I, I like basketball enough to uh, appreciate how good the Celtics are, I guess, or their mythology and their sort of history. Like, I know, like, Larry Bird. Okay, fine. But, like... Okay. Historically, you mean? Yeah, I'm not, okay. I'm not that big of, big of a basketball fan. They're a storied franchise in the yeah. NBA. They're them yeah. and the Lakers absolutely hold the mantle as the two richest uh, franchise in terms of history. But today, the Celtics are a tremendous basketball team. I mean, they should win the East. They should yeah, go I'm, to the I'm finals. I'm pretty blind to basketball. I don't know anything about hockey. You tell me the Bruins are amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox obviously just won a World Series yeah. and the Patriots. So, like, yeah. I think it's interesting because you have a lot of fans in New York who are Jet fans and Mets fans like myself. And we are so starved for really any form of validation that it's like for us to think mm -hmm. of, of a situation where you can win two championships inside of a year. I mean, that's, it's a remarkable thing. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see that. And so Tom, okay. So Tom wins his Terrific sixth Tom. ring. Terrific Tom. Yep. You believe he needs one more to be the goat? Uh, no, I think he is, but to solidify it, if he gets six, yeah, I think it's like a big, I don't know. He has six. It's, I'm saying seven. seven. I'm sorry. I'm okay. losing my, I'm That's so fine. exhausted well, right now. It's by the way, funny. people, it's 1041 in the PM right now. John has, yep. has, has, has arrived from work. Let's set just the stage for the people. Let's just be That's real. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Go not, for it, man. I apologize in yeah. advance for not yeah. bringing my A game. Yeah. Um, Give the people the truth, man. What's going on? Josh and I have, yeah. uh, I, I made a commitment to Josh. Yes. Uh, in, in our relationship, it's getting very serious. <laughs> but uh, basically I said, um, I'm, I'm going to make this, we're going to make this happen no matter night. what our schedules it's are. It's date night. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. And, um, how long were you on shift today? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Like how uh, many hours uh, were you working? The, uh, 6.15 till 6.15 AM. Yeah. This was like not to too bad. 10 PM. Yeah. You were doing high level oral surgery, manual labor. What is essentially labor. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say manual labor, but there, there are a bunch of things. Well, you're not, you're not dilly-dallying. You're, you're, there's movement, there's action, there's sure. muscle twitching, yeah. there's heart rates elevating, right? It's, it's. On occasion, yeah. I mean, but it's, it's a mixture of that. It's a mixture of uh, meticulous reviewing of, of charts and making sure everyone's sort of being managed properly. Um, it's, it's a lot of. A lot of on the constant ball for certain things, but, uh, it's fun. I My point know, is I, you're not a CPA it. during tax season, right? Like you're not sitting at your desk, crunching numbers, 17 hours a day during, you know, busy season. Your, your work is right. Sure. Is much more mentally and 
physically inclusive than other jobs. I mean, there's a, there's a physical component and there's a mental component to it. So there's a real physical component. First of all, just being on your feet. Yeah. Just that nature alone. If you do that for 10 hours a day, you will tire. I mean, let alone think and have your metabolic basal rates go crazy all day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like, I don't think of it like that though. It's weird. I, I don't know. I just think of it as like oh, going to work, you, doing my thing. Like, aren't you white to though? Like, aren't you totally... I'm tired, how are you not yeah. doing massive amounts of cocaine? It's like, <laughs> wow, like, how do you? That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Uh, uh, That's a we'll long start day, off man. With the obvious is that uh, it's quite expensive. No, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, a lot of coffee and tea, of all things, right? So, literally, it's the caffeine that keeps me helps helps me keep going too. Without drinking like coffee all the time, is that every day though? What is it? Are those your hours every day? No, it, it, oh, it okay. changes. Okay. Okay. Fine. So a normal day is like 6 p.m. Eight. Eight to six. Yeah, usually. Oh, okay. Well, that's a long day, but it's not 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. I mean, that's that's literally yeah. every I mean, hour, every so waking hour. That's more than every waking hour. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, okay. So last point. I will say I've lost weight consistently. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Because you're burning so many calories. Yeah. I feel very weak. Uh, not like be like, oh, I'm frail and ill, but like... Not as, uh, vibrant. No, not vibrant. That, that's from the exhaustion. I just feel like I've like lost muscle tone as well. Just because I haven't been working out. There's like no time for it. But you leaned out. I guess. Just, but that's cool. Leaning yeah, out. Whatever. Is so like, I mean, that's not a priority for me right now. As, as weird as it is to say, but <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, if possible, have time to incorporate it in my daily routine. It's tough because if you wake up or too early in the morning, you're sacrificing actual sleep time. That's crucial for the thing that's more yeah. important. I see what you're saying. So you're saying I don't have any other time during the day. You can't bleed for an hour in the middle of the day, can no, you? Right. No, no, that's so that's impossible. that's really your issue. Is that like because of those those hours? I see. Yeah. Okay, but there's but there's nothing wrong with leaning out. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Are, are we making thing. this a, oh, bro, look, let me tell you about my workout routine recently. You can follow me at this Instagram. Um, <laughs> this is the before and after. Anyway, um, last point. Oh, by the way, I'm also selling t-shirts if you want to support me and other bullshit. What's to, the deal with Eat Clean Bro? Do you I'm see so, those billboards? Eat Clean Bro? Yeah, it's a brand. I don't what, know what, what is it is. I never go. I never. Well, that's part of their marketing probably. It's like, oh, let me Google them. Yeah. Like what's eat clean? They're it so mysterious. Says, it just says eat clean, bro. Okay. Like thanks. Thanks. Thanks, bro. That's all it says. Bro five. I don't right. know what that is. <laughs> Here we are talking about it. Last point about Brady. It works. How much of Brady is Belichick? It's just a conversation that we oh, need to have. I think, um, I have a very unique opinion, but I'll let you go first. Wow. That's a good one. Because really, truly, and honestly, if Tom Brady is playing, played his whole career for the Texans and the Broncos, as a respectable quarterback. No. He doesn't have six rings. We agree. Yeah. Okay. So how much of it is, is Belichick? A good amount. I think it would be remiss to say that uh, he's not upwards of, if not more, 50%. At least 50%, right? Yeah. He because there's be. no way. He doesn't have three he's rings. He's a great mind. Great strategist and tactician. The the thing about the game of football yeah. is that two things have to happen. You need to have great coaching and you need to have great quarterback play. Yeah. But also you need, the, I, th I think coaching is often just so overlooked. 
everyone wants to look at the but, star. But it's athlete. not. It's huge. And it, but the mind right. is someone that's not in the trenches. You right. know, that's like right. you know, everyone makes the analogy to sport, uh, sports and war right. and all this stuff. But really, that is the mind that's controlling the troops. Absolutely, it's it's unbelievable. It's a game of coordination. Yeah. Right. It's a game. There is a symphony to it. Mm-hmm. Right. There is a synchrony to it, and you need someone to pull the strings. So, which is not to be like an evangelist of football, but I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Yeah. I like it uh, when people say that, oh, it's football. It's just crashing of helmets and heads no, and things like that. That's a, that's that's a, a very, thing very to say. huge that's, misunderstanding of what football that, is. That's not a mis- That's a stupidity, John. And that's, no, that's, that's mis- my perspective of like, no. as a foreigner, like football wasn't very big in uh, Greek background. You know, so I, I learned to they weren't slinging the pigskin and no, uh, can't say, were, can't say so. No, more like they, uh, roasting the pig, they weren't throwing the rock. In. Yeah, no, exactly. Athens, so, no. you know, being raised in a culture where, where football is so prominent, I, I see the appeal to it. It's, it's a strategy game with different players that offer you different, uh, utility to how you want to run your plays, you know, and it, and it is totally you know, a, a sort of stats based game as weird as it is to say, like not to be like, it's Madden, bro. But, uh, it plays a huge role in setting up a, a perfectly balanced team. And it's, that's very interesting to see that. So coaching matters. Totally. And quarterback play matters. Yeah. You but can't win. also a, matters. We've had, we've Special seen, bad, matters. We've like, seen I mean, bad defenses. Matters. We've seen bad defenses win Super Bowls. We've seen bad offenses Super Bowls win Super Bowls. True. One thing we've never seen is a, a team, not never, I'd say 98% of the time, mm-hmm. Trent, other than Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson, other than those guys mm-hmm. who win Super Bowls. Yeah. Elite quarterbacks. We know this. Yeah. I mean, go look at the last 10 Super Bowls, right? Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. Drew Brees, Russell are, Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pantheon right there. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The guys who are top flight guys. Okay. <laughs> if you look at the coaches, top flight coaches, nobody yeah. ever said, wow, that was a fluke that that coach made it there. Everyone, right. everyone always praises the coach that takes his team to the Super Bowl. That's just how it is. So we've mm-hmm. never said a bad coach has got taken a team to the Super Bowl. What's interesting is that if you take away the quarterback, mm-hmm. most teams crumble. Yeah. That's who calls the shots. Most teams will crumble if you took away their quarterback. Yeah. The Packers would crumble. That's the second in command to the general. Yeah. But if Brady went away tomorrow and you gave Bill Belichick. True. I don't know. Somebody. He'll kind of make it happen. Taylor. Like Matt Castle. Matt It doesn't matter. If you gave him better than average, if you gave him Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. If you gave him just a colossal second rate guy, if you gave him, I don't know, not break Bortles. That's, he couldn't make that work. Nobody could make that work. But if you gave him Mm-mm. a mid-tier guy, yeah. Eli Manning. He, he kind of make maybe swing it. He'd absolutely win 10, yeah. 11 games in the NFC East. Yeah. He just would. Yeah. So would Sean Payton do that? Not like Bill. Yeah. Because we've seen too many other players be replaced. The mind gameness of him is unreal too. Not to be like, oh my God, he's amazing. But like really the mind games, he's like strong, silent type. Doesn't give like, it gives off the like is an asshole kind of arrogance, but not really. And he just fucking plays the game and he's great at it. 
I just think it's so interesting. I I think that's what, so for me, it's 85% pill. I mean, at least 85, it's probably closer to 90, 90 to 95%. He's so well loved too, which is so cool. Like he, he, does he he, like hang out in New England? Like what's the deal there? I saw him at a uh, Celtics game once of all things. I know Uh, I was talking shit about basketball and then I was like, yeah, I was at a belt. I love going to basketball games. So it's fun. Yeah. yeah, we should go to a Knicks Celtics. They were here. I know, but they're like three hundred dollars, and they yeah. and the Knicks ain't, are ain't so nobody bad. Got time for that. And the Knicks are so bad. anybody nobody got time for that. No, that's anyway, for sure. So I think that's how you me- uh, measure Belichick. Yeah, Last Belichick's point huge. Uh, I don't know how to segue to like all the other stuff I want to talk about. Let's go. Just dive right in. Total, we don't need to segue. There's total. Um, oh, speaking of segues, yeah. those are the two things you zoom on. Josh, didn't you have a segue you wanted to tune into? Yeah, so here, here's here's something I have for you. How cheesy was that segue? That was some bullshit. Anyway, go ahead. Are we are we brought to or or do we have a sponsor? Do we have a sponsor? <laughs> we should have we'll a new back thing. after these boosted brief boards. <laughs> we should just talk about boosted boards from now on. Boosted boards. Um, well, I, I have a question <laughs> that I don't really know me. how to articulate, so I'm gonna like put it as best I can. I, I again, I can only speak for my religion. Sure. So in the Jewish um, faith. And like many other faiths, but definitely in the Jewish faith, there is like levels of observancy. Oh yeah. That, that I think exists everywhere. It's like from super liberal to super conservative, whatever the ideology is in terms of like really open or really hard lined, uh, sort of in stone, this is it, if you will. So the difference between Judaism and most other religions to me, and this is only my perspective is that the most religious Jews do a lot of stuff every minute and the least religious Jew does nothing at all in terms of practice. That's with any, any, any ideology though. Okay. Maybe it's just that it's because I I'm embedded in it. Sure. So let me not compare. Let me just say this, yeah, okay. that there's so many levels, Yeah, of course. even within the levels, like there's even more levels, there's even more levels. Yeah. And I'm telling you this because I know I'm involved in a level of a sub level of a sub level of a sub level. Right. And there's a whole ancestry. There's a whole ancestry. Yeah, yeah, and then this that. group of people who are part of a larger group of people who are part of a larger, like, you know what I mean? You can look at it through all these different lenses. Why is it so tiered like that? Before I ask why, because I do want to ask why. And that's not me being like disparaging. That's I don't more know the like answer. inquiring minds want to know. I don't know the answer, but I do know the answer, but let me, is let it me, just because it was based on sort of ancestral nomadic tribes? So that way it's. So it's all tribal, obviously. Right. right? So that goes without saying. The other thing about Judaism is that there's so much literature to be studied. The right. volume of work. So the thing about you, I think we spoke about this. The thing about Judaism is if you went to the yeshiva tomorrow and you're like, dudes, I studied every one of your books and I this think is this I is think. bullshit. And if you make an argument, the biggest rabbi in the world couldn't say no. Well, he's not Jewish, so we don't listen to him. Bullshit. I mean, literally. Yeah, but if you studied all that entire works, you'd have to be Jewish. They'd like, say, please be a Jew, but because like, <laughs> would that not be like, what do you like? That's, you, you know, everything. Oh, they told me you, you very hard. You'd be LeBron you, James in his prime. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You'd be a prodigy. I feel like you'd have to become a, like, uh, but a, a, like an apologist though. Once you know all that, you have like all this information. They would exalt like, you. 
You're like, but you have to almost be like a, I feel like a judge be like, no, I'm a drop a law because of this, this, and this. So the ruling is this. I'm telling you the truth, man. They would exalt you. You would yeah, be but that. That's so how difficult is that? It's not like, oh bro, tomorrow, psh, like I'm three good. people in history. Have done I'm going to take a weekend off and I'm going to like do no, like it's, it's, <laughs> it's so impossible. Long. Yeah. Right. People spend their whole lives in sure. pursuit of that and very few get there. It's yeah. the, the Mount Everest. My point is this, why are there so many sub levels simply because of the volume of work? So you can, spend your whole life studying the volume of work and how you decide to, to zoom in on it based on your biases makes your thing different. You understand? Like, like you can look at the law and say, that's not the law I want to follow. And then somebody else says it is. And here's why there's so, so much then work. People follow you based on that tier of law. Does that make you a rabbi then? Yes. I got it. I think I understand the it culture now. setters. Yes. The ones who follow a certain, right. so you have the Sephardic, the, the biggest definition, <laughs> excuse me, the biggest division, right? The biggest category oh, difference. Uh, okay. Okay. Is, like Madonna, Sephardic, right? Uh, Madonna is a convert. So that doesn't, oh, so that's, that's BS. It's, it's not that it's BS. It's that she doesn't go back to Europe or Spain. I mean, she has no oh, like so, skin in that game. Right. You know what I mean? She wasn't in Europe or Spain. So, but that, that's what happened. Like ancestry wise. Ancestry so like wise. You can't really say you're from here when you weren't from here. Right. Okay. So, so basically after Babylon, after the first temple, after the second temple in Rome was, right. uh, that was destroyed by Romans, people essentially stayed in the Mediterranean basin. Right. Right. So like Iraq, like if they stayed in that area, <laughs> Or they moved further north. Okay. Right. So it basically that part was Europe. So they mm. it, they went east and west. So ooh, what is this? Oh, hop in it? here now. Now you're denying me, and now you're asking I'm me to not, supply you. I'm not. I'm not big on wafers. I'm telling you, these have a sweet spot in my heart. Just try it. Goya makes wafers. Just try it, man. I thought Goya makes beans. <laughs> Amongst other things, just try it. Not possibly the best thing to be here heard on the microphone. Some crunching. Well, I don't know. All right, my point to you is that my question is this: uh, Why, why is it, or is it in other religions like it is in, in Judaism? But other people judge people below them in their observance class. Hardcore. Yeah, it's heretics. It's mind-boggling. Like, these people do not know what the fuck I'm doing and how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, dude. Is that common? Is that, like, all yeah. the time? Is yeah. that in every religion? That's like every religion that's sectarian, I would think. Like, Shiites and Sunnis have that, right? Okay, but, okay. Orthodox and, like, Catholics technically have that to some level. Let me ask you this. The people you go to church with, yeah. the people you know. Even still in my church, they're like, they show up here, but they don't do this. Really? Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Or they show up and they do that. You know, it's it's always or, you know it's always like that. It's which is I think the antithesis to what the religion should be about. That's right? my point. It should always be about I guess you know I mean not to sound like oh it's great it's hippie all the time but like it should be that there's like a common shared belief right that that is what the bonding agent of that collective is not that. We're here to talk shit about each other. Uh, It's bizarre to me that, not bizarre, it's ironic. It's literally the opposite of religion. Yeah. It promotes. It's like a club to go to to make fun of fucking people. Maybe that's a really cynical way to put it, but like. It it promotes animosity, (laughs) tension. it, It brings still people together though. 
No, no. Religion, like, I'm not here to debate, is religion a good or bad thing? Religion's a terrific thing, and it, there's absolutely a place for it. And there's nothing wrong with being a religious person at all. I think all. there's just something wrong with those, like, religious shit talkers. That's really it. And I don't think anyone universally disagrees with that. But everyone who's religious shits, shit talks about somebody else in their own religious group. Everyone. Like, if it happens in Judaism, and it happens in Greek Orthodoxy, and it happens in... It happens everywhere. And it happens everywhere... Even happens to uh, people that congregate at the same like gym. People talk shit about each other, and that you know, it, it, the same classroom. People talk shit about each other, and any kind of people just like to gossip. What does that say about humans? That we love bonding with people over some unknown shit to the rest of the people. That's interesting you said that. You and said I'm using the word bonding. shit at the whole... Well, it's interesting. <laughs> as a filler for a word that I don't really necessarily know, a noun. You say, uh, you so say, I should probably not curse as much, but anyway. You say bonding with other people. Yeah. So what your, your point is, and this is really smart, people want to bond with other people via shitting on other people. Partially because, because that it allows them, them to be in an in-group, establish someone that's foreign, and give them identity. But that brings them closer together, is your point. Right. Because they're both in on the same, like, did you see that fucking guy do that? Oh, right. yeah, I saw that, bro. Oh, we're the same. Right. We they're reaffirming. That. They're, it's, right. it's like Trumpism. Yeah, exactly. It's just like Trumpism. People now are well, so... With any religion or political ideology or really any core membership of people, right? People in the same school. The common thing is they share the space, but maybe if they experience something together, like... Right. I don't know. See a fight in the schoolyard or some kind right. of event. There's a shared like, oh yeah, I saw that. You saw that. Okay, we're the same. And there's a reassurance right. that that right. experience right. was shared or that belief was shared. And, right. and so, I just, I don't know. The, the, for me, religion is a very, very. It's not. It's, it's a very. I mean, it is a tricky topic. It's a very dense topic for me because. I was brought up to be an extremely religious person and I no longer by those standards am extremely religious. Right. So for me, the dichotomy of religion is, is very personal and deep, right? So there's like, for me, it's, it's a deeper conversation, but if just objectively speaking, I think that it's, I think that most people who are. Josh, may I ask why you laugh there? <laughs> you you did all right for those for those of for those of you for those of you not watching on YouTube. We uh, don't have a YouTube. <laughs> nearly not that cool or big yet. John did a a boat. What do you call that boat movement when you do abs? When you put your ass on like a ledge boat and you movement. Yeah, you bring your legs into your body like jackknives. Yeah, I guess that's what it's called. The J. You did a jackknife. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're called. Right? Jack jackknife. That's yeah, more manly. You know, jackknife. Jackknife. That's hey. more manly than boat. So, uh, Mr. Jack. <laughs> jackknife. Jackknife. Um, yeah, Mr. Knife. John rather. did this movement where he put the turkey hill diet blackberry sweet tea, and it's away from the mic. And it anyway, it was funny. <laughs> Guess you had to be there. I, did, I didn't want to make swishing and drinking noises on the microphone, though I was eating a cracker a second ago, yeah. so that probably got a yeah. little crispy. Yeah. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentino's Day. Your yeah. thoughts? Do you know the history? Why don't we start with the history? Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? 
Enlighten me. I, I, know, I kind of know. I watched the YouTube clip 17 minutes ago. I'm not exactly an expert, but let me tell you what YouTube said. <laughs> That's what you were doing when we were t- I was saying, hey, nice to see you. You're like, no, one second. I got this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Go second ahead. century AD, okay. the Romans had a king who was... This ties into your Roman theme. You're in a huge uh, Roman tryst. I like well, I'm that. reading the book. The book. Okay. So the was book. this covered in the book? No. Oh, okay. It just happens to be. No, you went, you're reading the book, and it seems to be a repeating theme. I like this. This I, is cool. I love ancient Rome. I think ancient Rome is fascinating. I bet. I think ancient Rome. Ancient Rome. Okay, here's what's I'm interesting. I'm biased. I got, got my own ancient civilization. It, it's hard for you because you're like, well, they're not the Greeks. I, I have to take that stance. But here's the thing. They weren't the Greeks. The thing you learn about Roman history is that the Greeks really were their bigger brother for a long time. Yeah. And that's really fascinating is that they lived in the shadow of Greece for many centuries. Yeah. Right. And they were afraid of Greece, even though they were bigger and stronger. Greece's ideology loomed large. Yeah. Right. Their influence was so massive that the Romans just felt like they were going to, they were going to mess with everyone except Greece itself. There were a couple like big wars with Greece, but never in Greece or never in Rome. It was never, right. it was never, right. that never sort close of, to home. Right. 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 right, right. Totally. And I don't, ultimately, I don't know how they converge because I haven't gotten that far, but yeah. Um, anyway, what, what was I saying? If, what was fascinating? I don't remember. But anyway, um, so a, a king, we so got that sidetracked. We're just like, all right, <laughs> fuck Rome now. Moving back to our normal no, topic. No, so this king in Rome, uh, he, he was extremely military based, just like most Roman kings, but he was extremely aggressive about it. And he wanted his soldiers to be so devoted. Do you watch Game of Thrones? This is another thing that I've been told to watch. Uh, you should watch Game I, of Thrones. I, you, I haven't you gone enjoy. around to doing. Anyway, there's an army of Game of Thrones of, of men who are castrated, essentially. So they oh, have no... castratos. Yeah. yeah they just have, like the, the guy in the opera. And the yeah. So they have no opera. other desire. Yeah. So this guy wanted basically to cut these guys' dicks off and keep them away from women so they could be full-time soldiers and totally committed. That was basically what he wanted to do. But he, instead, he settled... That sounds like a... To remove sterility and then say, you're going to be a fighting bull now. And then you're also going to be very interesting. Anyway. So instead. That sounds like a very poor idea. He passes a law that says uh, you can't get married. So there's this bishop by the name of Valentine. And he He was like, screw that. We getting married, baby. He's like, you guys need to be screwing like bunnies. So (laughs) I like that. Yeah. And he he would marry them in secret. Okay. That's kind of cool. And so the couples would go and, you know, do the things that couples do. And everyone was really happy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he was sponsoring love. This guy was a rebel. The love doctor. I like that. The the OG love doctor. Yeah. And eventually, obviously, the king gets wind and uh, sentences sentences him to death, throws him in a dungeon for a couple years, you know, whatever it was. And he falls in love with the dungeon keeper's daughter. Oh, wow. So February 14th, the day he was murdered, Valentine's Day, he writes a letter to this girl that you are my Valentine. Oh, okay. That's nice. That's sweet. So that's why. It's kind of sweet. 
I mean, then we butchered it with Hallmark and all that, but then then, then what happened was (laughs) these people called Americans came along and they just pumped dollars into an industry and called it Valentine's Day. There's so much just shit on store shelves now for different holidays than what I remember as a kid. There's more stuff. There's There's just more things. There's more colors. It's all crap. There's more variation. This is a quality little heart made out of a (laughs) premium material for Valentine's Day. It's like this is some vacuum pressed, stamped BS, cheap plastic thing that you're expected to give to somebody. It's not even materially like you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You couldn't be more right. Though I think one thing I disagree with is like uh, like artisan chocolates. What do you mean disagree with artisan chocolates? Like, cause I think that's not, that's an exception to this industry. Yeah. But when you walk into, thing. you walk into CVS, right? We're in New York city. So if you make a right and go to CVS and you look at all the stuff that's in front of There's you, so it's much all garbage. There. None of it is quality where, yeah, it's all garbage. Right. Okay. I don't so, necessarily disagree with the fact of like, oh, you shouldn't get stuff cause it's a commercial holiday. No, I have like, I just disagree with it like doing crap on the holiday. Look at what America is. You walk into Walmart. What do you see? Retail is getting chewed up, man. Retail is getting totally eviscerated. Yeah, there's no what's quality left, product. Let's talk about what's left in retail. Okay. Walmart. Okay. Bloomingdale's, right? You have your staples. You have your giants. You yeah. have your behemoths. Okay. Everybody else was galloped. Who's left? Dwayne Reed. CVS. The dry cleaner. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, who, who who's left are yeah, the fringes? It's corporate, well, it's corporatization of all every industry. Everything's getting corporatized, right? It's for sure. So the mom and pop dry Even cleaner. Even in medicine. It's, it, it's, it's, it knows no bounds. Everything it gets, knows no it's bounds. either you become the fucking, uh, how large was that gorilla again, Josh? Oh, you're chewing. That's not, that's unfair. That's unfair. 800 pounds. The eight, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the 800 pound gorilla, right? Or nobody. How are you going to fight from the, the bottom up? But I guess something so what like happens Tesla when was things kind are corporatized. Of, but, but the thing is, though, you have to also, there are, there are companies that fly in the face of that, right? What do you mean? And, and they occupy a very, very unique niche. In every, in every sort of sector, what do you mean? there's a small guy that's just somehow making it because they're so unique in what they do that the big guy doesn't do it and the big guy doesn't want to do it. Those are very few and far in between. That's the dry cleaner. That's the dry cleaner. That's the dry cleaner. Okay. But everything else is, nothing else is left. Okay. Perfect example on 34th street. Okay. Where the retail storefronts are empty. You walk down 34th street. It's mostly empty now. Well, that's not true, but there's a lot of empty retail space on 34th Street of Manhattan. Sure. Okay. Fact. Now, remember, you know, the Banana Republic on 34th yeah, yeah. Uh, after I think it's Lex. Yeah. Okay. Used to be a staple Banana Republic in the middle of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Okay. A real banana. Now it's an outlet Banana Republic. Where Cause all their sales is online. You know, it's like $8, you know, right. sweaters instead of the $43. Because they're marketing the so heavy online. You ever buy anything from one of those? Uh, like, say you went to a It's an outlet, Republic? dude. It's like the commons when you drive up to, right. you know, Poughkeepsie and you see it on Did the side of the buy, road. find a good pair of pants On 34th Street like, of Manhattan. Yeah, hold on. Let me, let me explain. I think this is what it is from. It's gone all online, right? You ever buy a good pair of pants online? 
or you buy them in person and you're like, yo, I got to buy like more pairs of these. Cause they're, they just so comfy. They yeah. fit perfectly, whatever. So then you order like three or four more pairs from online and yeah. you're like, perfect. I got all my khakis. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like 60% off motherfucker. Like, yeah. and you're like, you know, I don't really need another pair of pants, right? but this is a very, very good. I mean, this is probably right. a very privileged worldview to have, but, no, no, but this is real. Yeah. You're like, you know what? It's a great mm. find. It's a great find. It's and value. They know it. And all right, fine. It's value. And, and they I, keep yeah. sucker you in with all this advertisements and incentives. And then you're like, all right, I just keep buying. So all their sales is online for a product that they know they can sell at the outlet for a similar price. Probably. Absolutely. The other, the other side of that is volume has to go up when more volume goes, down. goes down. Volume is absolutely the game people have but to play. There are some weird things like, uh, limited releases and runs of certain items that are making it huge right now with sort of hype surrounding them in okay. different niches. Okay. So what exactly happens is banana Republic turns into an outlet, right? Things right. get crappier here. Let me give you another. Right. Yeah. The quality goes down when the volume goes up. That's right. always the model. And let me, exp let me, let me, I don't mean to, Lecture, but let, let me show you the other side of this that I see every day. Sure. Tariffs, stuff from China. Okay. Terrorists? Tariffs. Oh, tariffs. So tariffs, tariffs are in effect. There's 25% tariff on products, $500 right. billion dollars worth of products. Inevitably, you're going to see and touch these products every single day, right? Obviously. There's most of our shit is from China. This stuff are you is terrible. Tell me that we do not make the majority of our consumer goods in the United States. Just, okay. Just work with me here. Fair. Have you noticed price increases? No. No, you haven't. Why do you think that is? Because probably we haven't felt them yet. No, that's not why. We've, they're paying tariffs. It's been eight months. It's in the right. cycle. Okay, I don't know. Because the quality's going down. Oh, yeah, of course. Right. To make the, the price is the same. Yeah. So you, the consumer, still go you, buy. You suffer. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, your $26 imported you jeans that was made in, you know, China. Yeah. Right. The stuff that comes, the t-shirts, right. That used to be 80% cotton. Now they're 60% cotton. Of course. Right. So what happens is, is that filler. The it's more yeah. filler. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Olive oil, whatever it is, you know, however you want to play the, the product that's being imported, you dilute the quality to yeah, make up then, for the decrease. Then where the niche is, is in the artisan or the, the other part where Fine. it's like, I'm going to get you the real shit. And now there's a premium. Fair enough. But most of it isn't that. The lion's share of the of, of the market is going to go the other way to yeah. decrease quality to yeah. in, to to increase that's volume sure. because that's the only way for they sure. can survive, yeah. and that's what you're seeing. Right. That's the, everything's that, just getting shittier. Everything's just getting shittier. Quality wise, build quality wise, or material wise. Yeah. So extrapolate that. What does that mean for an economy? What does that mean? for the United States. Like if you put, if you push that out and I'm not a economist, I think that's a large scale reflection of someone that maxes out their credit card. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. What, and what happens to that person? What happens to the guy who maxes out his credit card? How does that story play out? It plays out very interestingly because he can't go, fuck you. I'm not paying you. The, the sad thing is the United States could potentially do that. They will do that. Yeah. They absolutely will do that. That's like a ticking time bomb. Is that what you're saying? That's going to shift. That's going to be the downfall of America. That's what's going to bring down the United States. When the debt collector comes around. When the chickens come home to roost, man. Yeah. Whatever that is. 
I don't know how that's going to play out exactly, but the fact is, is if we're a family, we're really, really, really doing a bad job with our budget. Yeah, that's we, fair. We are not. Yeah, we, we got to talk to dad who's making all these dad <laughs> right. uh, some pretty interesting uh, <laughs> financial decisions that aren't really great for the yeah. well-being of this family. And I don't mean to, this is not a, a partisan conversation by any means. Fact is the debt increased under the Democrats and the debt increased under the Republicans. Oh, of course. These yeah. are facts. Okay. So yeah. both, everyone is going off the rails on a crazy train. No. Yeah. So we're all, yeah, it's pretty, that's, and we're all complicit. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, can, meanwhile, you meanwhile, you have half this country who doesn't understand the other half of the country. Literally, there's it's Trumpism at its best, right? Everything is fragmented and fractured, right? No one, everyone lives in an echo chamber. If you watch Fox News, you don't give a shit what they're talking about on CNN. And if you're watching CNN, you definitely take yourself way too seriously to concern to yourself Fox with Fox News. News. That's so true. So on you, both sides, you're living yeah. in your both sides, living yeah. in their silos. Yeah, dude, if you are a person who worships Donald Trump and then you look at a person who hates Donald Trump, right? The most liberal. If you take Bill Maher and you take Alex Jones. And I tell you, those are extreme. Well, but that exists. Imagine <laughs> I told you there is an entire country, millions of people who think like Bill Maher and then millions of other people who think like Alex Jones. They would not get along. Just they, they you tell me the what would that look like together? to you? If I just said That'd to you, hilarious. dude, there is this universe. It's called yeah. earth. And then there's no this country. Way. It's the biggest and most powerful country on okay. this planet earth. Okay, really? Tell me more. And, and. It consists of people who literally do not understand each other on any fundamental level. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah, that's pretty insane. <laughs> We're going to look back. The rifts this. are so big in terms of even you look at education, no education, one car in the household, two cars in the household, 17 cars in the household. You know, it's like, whoa, what? But that exists. You know, there's, there's. There's a lot of extremes. There's no middle, it seems like almost. And it's getting even more pushed that way. But that's, again, similar to how our economy is, right? Because either you're the, the Walmart or you're no Mart. Either you're Best Buy for Consumer Electronics who's struggling to stay afloat. Did you notice in, did you catch any of the State of the Union address? Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't. No time. I, okay. I might go home and fall asleep to it. What a lullaby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Falling asleep to Uncle Donnie. <laughs> you know, but uh, that's I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I've been meaning to watch it because I hear anyway. people talking about it throughout the day. And I'm like, that's something I need to get to. He had a point against socialism. He, he made, he had like three Was or four it a minutes. Look at Venezuela. Yes. Point? Okay. Exactly. I, I could he, see that. He spoke coming. about Venezuela yeah, and, and how America props up the right guy. And then he spoke about socialism and said, look at what socialism did to Venezuela. And therefore we can't be socialistic. And so we're going to continue to give tax breaks and basically. Can we use living social though? Which is such a unique name for. What ha is living social service? still around? I don't know. I remember I used to get like early Pandora. As yeah. like when that first came on and I always hear living social in your ear. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. 
I'm like, that sounds like for losers that don't have any friends. I'm not even going to go to that website. <laughs> Living social. It's a place to get coupons. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was like, oh, I need to find friends for the weekend. Do they have a common activity no, that we can no. join? I don't know. No, bro. You go there to get a free, you know, three-minute massage at the like Asian joint. Yeah. Yes, it's Groupon. Yes. Oh, but it's like, I guess, social in that like activities, like get off your fucking ass and out of your keyboard. No, it's just a bullshit name. Oh, okay. So I, I, I was trying to think of it. And I was like, that's what I would assume it is. Don't know though. I guess you can do things that are social in nature and you get tickets to go do them. Is that right? Maybe, that's that's what it is. So you're getting out of your environment to be social in, I don't know. I think people need to stop talking about it. An extra lane at the bowling alley or something crazy. Yeah. Um, I think people need to stop talking about kind of like bowling. I haven't gone bowling for a while. When was the last time you went bowling? Uh, a couple of months ago. I'm not that good at it though. No, I'm mediocre at super best. Are you pulling a buck? I'm barely pulling a buck. Like a buck 10 is a big deal for me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm uh, okay. The thing is I, uh, I can't focus because there's always so much like lights and sound. I feel like this, yeah. this is a skill yeah. that requires some You got focus. the TV going with, with like the darts anim- yeah. or like, right. uh, right. maybe like, you know, you got the TV going with the score. Even darts can be kind of loud in a bar, but like, right. there's like a certain, like everyone's like, all right, he's going to take it. All right. And there's a common respect to it. Right. It's not like beer pong where you're like, you know, you yell epithets at each other to throw your shot off, but it's, uh, yeah, there's like a, okay, he's doing this thing. Let's all. Yeah, that's exactly you know, right. When you're at the free throw line in the home stadium, you know, it's quiet. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny, dude. Uh, what, what was I saying? Anyway, he had a line about socialism. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting that we are becoming such a fragmented, divided society financially and emotionally. It's like either you believe in this or you don't. And I think that when you promote the fact that socialism is bad and there's no aspects to socialism that are important in society, which is ludicrous, driving on a highway, that makes you a socialist. That's a social function. There are things that democracy is part that makes happen that is socialistic in nature. I mean, Unemployment, that's socialism. People don't want to get rid of unemployment entirely. Everyone agrees that unemployment has a place in society. It has a place in society for sure. But whether it's how it's currently managed. It's terrible. It's terrible. But do you want a society with zero unemployment? Do you you want a society with zero Medicaid? Do you want a society with zero social security? If it selects for crap and this is such a negative... Negative, negative outlook. I'm not asking you in America, in a utopia, in but, John's utopia. Does it? Oh, have- in John's utopia, hell yeah, it'd be great. Everybody, everybody, everybody gets off free. You wouldn't have to work. You get ten million dollars. You can do whatever the hell you want. All Lamborghinis right. cost two dollars. Right. You took utopia a little too seriously. You know, I mean, that, you asked Jesus, utopia. I'm, I'm giving you utopia. Right. If you were to construct you know, everyone's a society, happy. there's no disease. There's no burden. There's no. I mean, there'll be a, an ideal version of heaven. No, I mean that's. Do that's, or do not agree that. Unemployment benefits have a place in in, a, in in an ideal society. A place, sure. That's all I'm saying. There should be a net. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's got it's got a function, right? That's socialism. That doesn't mean that we are living on a farm and we all want to pool our paychecks and each get the same amount of dollars. That <laughs> I, I think that, that sounds miserable. <laughs> that's but that's when you're selling a message of socialism is bad. The message you're sending is that message. You're not telling people, oh, you know, some of it is good, but most of it is bad. But we really want to be market capitalists and socialism, well, whatever. Well, that's that's not what he's ideology. saying. Any ideology you disagree with, you point out the most. Ridiculous 
ridiculous flaw. That's bullshit. You don't, you don't go and say, oh, let me take a reasonable approach at analyzing this. And then I have further concluded that this, when someone speaks ill about someone also, what do they select? They select for a prime example of error in the train of thinking. When someone wants to be disparaging of another religion, what do they say? This guy believes in X, Y, and Z. What a moron. That's wrong. Right. Or same thing with, it's always the, the disparagingness that does it. It's bullshit. It's really, really bullshit. And I think you that always pick the, the most egregious thing, uh, you know, and then that's I think how in stereotypes this example, it's, exist. It's, I think in this example, it's, it's increasingly bad. It's aggressively bad. It's not a good thing because what you're doing is you're furthering that divide. You're telling people who have everything. That's great, man. Good for you. Let's keep everybody else down. And then you're telling the people who are down, you got no chance of climbing up. Well, I don't think you're even telling people that have everything. Uh, something they, they care about. It's, 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 it's totally a moot point to them. So why would somebody like that, if someone makes, I don't know, so what's an egregious amount of money to make a, a year? I don't know. Egregious amount of money? Yeah. Give me with a number, just something ridiculous. You define egregious. Just Jeff Bezos egregious? I don't know. Or? Just give me, a, <laughs> give me a huge number right now. I don't even know how much he makes. I mean, if you make how much is give me give me a number. I, mean, I don't know what he makes a year. That everyone's worth, like, that's the top dog. He's worth I don't know, like a couple hundred billion. That's insane. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you think in in everyday what is Mark Zuckerberg dollars? Worth? Right. Okay. All these this these all these tech people and all yeah. these famous people, right? Yeah. And uh, all these sort of scions of industry and whatever. Yeah. You really think that they're they're motivated in interest of of someone that's that's struggling in the poverty line? I hate to sound so cynical, but it's something so foreign and so financially removed from even understanding at times. Right? Wasn't there some some like crazy story? They say if Bill Gates stopped at one point yeah. to pick up a hundred dollar bill, yeah. he would lose money because his time is more valuable. Yeah. That is insane. Is that not? <laughs> Think about that for a second. Well, what's your point? That these people should give their money away? They are. No. I'm not saying there should be compulsory redistribution of wealth. What I'm saying is that their problems and their plight is totally not understood by someone on the basically barely struggling to make it by, nor is it vice versa. Because they're just on two different planes of total understanding and function and 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 worth and just it's the responsibilities are different. The level of, of, of day-to-day expectations to quote unquote survive are different. One person is survive. Maybe if they find a sandwich, the other one is survive as in I don't lose half my company survive. You know, it's, it's totally weird, different ways to, that they, 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 how can they understand each other to even come together to say, all right, this is how we're going to vote on, on this topic. Because most of the time, the things you disagree with when you vote are things that you're like, this doesn't fucking have any effect on me. Yeah. So the, the biggest problem with politics is that it, people don't think it matters. Aside from the big trigger talking points, yeah. right? When you go to the ballot to vote on something, you're like, you don't really care. Like, what is, what is you're really this? just voting Whatever. for your but team. On the, on, the small, on small government level, an ideal small government level. You're just say. voting for your team. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. And I think that everything we've discussed. Everything's team-based, is it not? Yeah. Almost like you said, the people that share common story and tribe, right? There's something about people wanting to be together to a... But but it's fractured more than ever. And I think... Because I think we've gone so far down 
yeah. the tears we've, we've, that at the bottom we're out of, of control of the the roots, if you will, or whatever the kind of graph that you want to do is they're so far removed from each other. And it, we're living in the age of information, right? It's it's all this stuff that's being thrown at us all the time. The only way they can own us, the only way they can basically put you in that corner is when you put yourself in that corner and we do that to ourselves. For example, what happens is if, if you watch, if, if, if you're just saying that it's like we're just being sold all this shit. So now we're rocked. Big data knows, man, all this stuff is like all these companies have Hmm. all this information on, they know you dude. Like they, they know what you do. They know what you eat. They know when you sleep. They know when you wake up. They really know like most of that shit I just fuck around with. Dude, I'm telling you, if, if Google and Facebook ever sat down in a room and said, let's put all our data together and figure out what we know about people. Do you know how much shit they would put together? Oh, quite that's a bit. two companies. Yeah. That's just two. You put 30 in a room, right? Yeah. You put 50 in a room. Come on, man. They could paint a picture of you, bro. Google, everything you do on your browser. I, I know that Google isn't tracking you. I understand that they have better things to do. I, I get that, you know, my stuff isn't, but it exists somewhere. Someone can find it. Oh, somewhere. of course. Everything exists. Right? Somewhere. It's on a server it's, somewhere. Yeah. It's not away. It's there somewhere. Yeah. Apple can read my text messages if they wanted to. Because they own the, they own the information. Yeah. No matter yeah. what they say, yeah. it's their information. Yeah. It's just that simple. Right. Right. So what, it, 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 the only way this information becomes really valuable is it becomes really predictable. And humans are becoming really predictable. Humans are so predictable. So, yeah. The Some Snickers is going to get crappier. For the 40, for, for the 40, listen to me, for 40 years, the same thing every day for 40 years. So the Snickers are going to get junkier. The Banana Republic is going to turn into a retail outlet in the middle of 34th Street. And the place next to it's going to be empty. Yeah. Because it all comes together, man. We're, we're, it, the economy, the way we are, it's just someone, extremes. Someone knock on the door. Yeah. We, should, we should wrap up because I don't know if, we, if we're allowed to be in here. What time is it? 1130. The studio is going to kick us out. This the is studio. Yeah. We, dude, our studio time is overbooked, dude. S- yeah. Our studio time. Studio time. Yeah. We, uh, we should ask our producer what he yeah. thinks. <laughs> we, every, everyone has a crazy producer when they're talking. They're like, oh, Steve, the producer. He's so ridiculous. They always talk about this mysterious producer. Do they? I don't know. Yeah. yeah you've never really? listened to like a radio show. And they're like, oh, the producer, yeah. Antonio, he's a crazy wild guy. <laughs> you know, some random name. And you're like, you never hear the producer and then in the background here yeah okay guys let's let's get it going or something, something crazy but no one ever knows who the producer is on the on the show yeah they always poke fun at the producers yeah yeah they always poke fun it, it's probably backlash from being annoyed because the producer's like talk about the subject and like holding like a cue card to them or something and they're like yeah let me tell you about i don't know what another crazy producer name is just give me a name. It's it's always it's always a, a very common producer name. Producer name. I feel like Steve is a common Chris one. Matchkowski. He's a producer. Fair. <laughs> producer Chris is ridiculous. Something you know, like in the middle of the show, they'll drop something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or you can meet our producer, like whatever, who's right. like, and I give like a jab to them right. or something. <laughs> we need a producer. Long story short, of that whole producer thing is. Uh, yeah, if you're out there and you want to produce this show. 
We don't even know what you do or <laughs> why, why that would matter, but sure. What production? Yeah. Well, let's actually make... I, mean, I pretty make, much just set up the mics. Well, I'm not why sure don't what we else. get ready for this thing to actually go somewhere <laughs> and, and then we can talk about getting a producer because it seems like they would need to have a task. We need better mics. That, that's we need better mics. Thing. We need yeah. better mics. We're going to come at you with fresher, better Boom. sounding content. That's our... That's our that's what we're going to leave you with. We're going to leave you with a vow that sometime in the next few months, we will come at you some with crispier, yeah, crispier audio yeah, because I'm going to agonize over this decision. Yeah. That'd be great. Crisp audio. Crisp. Crisp, crispy treats. You know those black mics that everybody has, those baller mics? <coughs> check which, those which ones? They're like $700. I know. You may, I like the little screen. In you front like of the screen? Mics. You like yeah. the old I don't school know, screen? I don't know what it is, but I like it. Yeah. You like the Elvis? Is that what it's called? Right. I don't know what it's called. Right. Just, that's what I call it. I, I just love seeing that thing. I'm like, oh, this dude. This guy's for real. Yeah. That immediately is like, this is that an air big, legitimacy to it. That big metal frame. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why it looks like that. I think it has to do with that screen gets the windiness out of your voice when it goes through there. So it doesn't have like a blowing a sound when you're speaking no or something like that. Right. Cause that's added vibrations that comes out. Vibrations. Vibration. Vibranium. <laughs> Vibranium. Um, we should also up this so we can get more people in the studio. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be cool. That would that's that's like friends. 200 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Let's get, let's get mics first. Let's get mics first. Two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning right. in to this late, late Take episode. Take it easy. This was a little half-hearted effort on my behalf. I we'll apologize. Be back next week? Uh, heck yeah. Back next week. I decided not to curse there after cursing the entire episode. Isn't that great? <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night.